0: Good afternoon and welcome to the Access Health Radio COVID-19 question and answer show.
1: Hi, I'm Dr. Brian Forrest and this week we will be discussing questions that we've received specifically about COVID-19 recently on Access Health Radio.
0: We have a different format than usual today. We're going to be taking a look at a multitude of frequently asked questions that Dr. Forrest has received recently about COVID-19. Remember, you can submit your future questions for the show at accesshealthradio.com. I'm Mike Davis. Thanks for joining us this afternoon on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. We come to you each Sunday at four at this time. So here's our first batch of questions, Dr. Forrest. I know there's Lots of sanitizing products for the skin to kill COVID germs. But is there anything you can put on the skin that will actually kill COVID germs that get on my hands, face, or around my eyes for hours after I apply it? And that's a great question.
1: Uh, it really is. Um, you know, as you know, most hand sanitizers and wipes, you know, once you clean and disinfect your skin, as soon as you touch something dirty... Or a contaminated surface again, then you have to rewash or resanitize your hands. Um, but there actually is a product they've been using in intensive care units for a while. It's not currently available to the public, but it's been used in ICUs to prevent infections for hours after it's been applied uh, on the skin. And it has a spray and a foam version. Uh, in the ICUs, they actually have a dispenser on the wall. And this foam comes out and then the nurses can actually rub this on their face, in and around their nose, uh, on their hands. And it disinfects, but then it keeps protecting for hours. Um, So it's, uh, you know, it comes in a spray or foam. Again, it's not uh, available to the public, but we are making it available at our office for patients uh, that we feel like are really high risk. And um, they're not expensive. The foam or the spray, are very inexpensive, about the same cost as normal hand sanitizer. The difference is that it does not contain alcohol, and so it can be safely used around your eyes. In fact, it's meant to do that. Mm. Uh, the protocol in the ICUs is for nurses actually to rub it into their face, around their nostrils, uh, you know, right in the, the very tip of their nostrils on the inside, right around their eyes and nose and face. Um, And the reason that this is different and the reason that it's important is that, you know, a lot of viral infection happens when people touch their face uh, and the foam will actually prevent germs that touch your face or nasal mucosa from causing infection for up to six hours after you apply it, Um, you know, and being alcohol free, you know, it doesn't sting the same way that alcohol would. I know um, my kids sometimes will have like a little cut on their hands. And they'll put that hand sanitizer on their hands and they're like, ooh, that stings. And it's because mm-hmm. they have like a little paper cut or something. Right. So uh, d- this doesn't have any alcohol. Um, it's used currently in many of the large prestigious hospitals across the country and they use it for their healthcare workers. <laughs> you know, they've got kind of a protocol for having the healthcare workers put it on their face and hands um, and then they put the gloves, they put gloves on over the top of that. But if for some reason those germs were to get on their hands or their face, Uh, When they didn't have a mask on or when they were changing their mask or changing their gloves, it's still going to give them protection for hours. So um, it can actually help uh, even if somebody uh, is rubbing their eyes uh, with contaminated hands. So, you know, people do that all day long. Their eyes itch and they'll sort of reach up and rub their eyes and they're bringing potentially germs up there. Um, And this is meant as a barrier to actually even prevent that uh, from from being uh, contagious.
0: Wow, that's great.
1: I mean, I think that's, that's a real, I, I kind of think about it almost like a force field. You know? <laughs> uh, so, so, so when you put it on it, it, and apply it, it sanitizes like a normal hand sanitizer would. But the difference is it keeps on killing COVID germs and viral germs and bacteria and stuff for six hours a- after that. So it can fight infection from new germs that get on your skin uh, or on your mucous membranes. And again, it's like the only thing that's approved to be used around your face and your eyes. Um, and it makes me feel safer in my own medical office. Uh, my staff and I can apply it every morning and really feel like we've got an extra layer of protection all day. And, you know, even though we do wear masks, we wear face shields, um, especially, you know, we do full coverage if there's a sick patient. This provides an extra layer of security in case some of those COVID germs, you know, sort of sneak around the side of the mask or sneak around that uh, that eye protection. Um, and it, you know, if we put it on in the morning, it wears off by about two p.m. each day. But we can just use it once more, and then it'll last the rest of the day. Um, and it, you know, it literally costs pennies uh, for each day of use, so it's very inexpensive. And for our high-risk uh, member patients at our office, we're basically going to give them a bottle for free, <laughs> wow. so that so so they can essentially protect themselves for you know that's like 350 applications. Um, and then you know, I don't know if I should mention this on the air because uh, we definitely don't want to crowd in our office. But if uh, <laughs> if people were, uh, if somebody was really high risk and they said, "Hey, I'd love to get a bottle of that stuff," and um, they wanted to, to email us and let us know, uh, we we could set aside a bottle for them, and I'd have Whitney keep that at the front desk for somebody if they want to pick that up. Um, and again, it's like our cost is just under $20 a bottle, so it's, it's, it's not very expensive. Um, but somebody could pick that up and use it, especially if they've got a really high-risk member of their family, um, because again, right now, you can't like go to the store and buy this stuff. It's mainly being used in to use.
0: So if somebody wants to get some of that, uh, they should uh, probably get in touch with you. And uh, that raises the question, how do they go about doing that, uh, getting in touch with your office?
1: Well, you know, normally if they're just wanting to ask general questions for shows like today, they can send an email to access radio at gmail.com. Um, if they want to find out information about our medical office, or if they want to find out how they can get some of that foam, uh, they can, uh, call us at 919-363-0190. Again, that's 919-363-0190. Or they can go to our website at acchealth.com. That's dot com, and they can also send us a message through the website and just say hey you know i'd, I'd really like to get some of that uh we're not we're not a uh, any kind of retail outlet, so i literally mean to keep this limited to just a few people who may have high-risk family members but if they're not patients and they do just want to get a bottle uh we can try to make that available for them right. um, and again if they uh want to listen to a podcast after the show or if they have a family member or friend that they want to hear the show, they can always listen to the podcast uh, at WPTF.com at any time the shows are archived on there. And we also have links to that on our landing page at accesshealthradio.com. All
0: right. Thanks, Dr. Forrest. He is Dr. Brian Forrest of Access Healthcare in Apex. Straight ahead, we're going to give you some more answers to your questions about COVID-19 here on Access Health Radio. Welcome to Access Health Radio on this Sunday afternoon. I'm Mike Davis with board-certified family physician, Dr. Brian Forrest. COVID-19 questions, Dr. Forrest has answers for us today. And we're on to our second question, uh, Dr. Forrest. This listener would like to know the difference between the different types of COVID tests. And uh, I guess I didn't realize there were different types. So what are those different types and which one would you recommend?
1: Well, it's a great question, but uh, unfortunately, it's not so super simple. Mm. Uh, I would break it down into rapid test and PCR test. Um, And there's two types of rapid test where you can get the results really fast. Uh, And I would say that means within 10 to 15 minutes. And those are called either the antigen or the antibody test. And the antibody test is actually looking for your body's immune response to COVID rather than COVID itself. So if you had the virus six months ago, it would be a positive test, but you would not be contagious and you might not even have any virus left in your system anymore. Uh, But it's useful for seeing if you've ever had COVID. And in some cases it can tell you approximately how long ago you had it. Um, Antibody tests are very inexpensive and fast and they can show a positive result within the first week of being infected. Um, Antigen tests, on the other hand, actually test for presence of viral particles, and they can also be done pretty quickly. Uh, They are considered a diagnostic test, and they're also very, very inexpensive. Um, The other tests are PCR-based, and uh, those are the ones that really have to be sent off to a lab, uh, whether that's a saliva sample like the NBA was doing, or whether it's a swab, you have to send that off to look for the virus. And the downside is that that test can take several days to get results from in some cases. Uh, And when you need to know right now, if you've got COVID, it doesn't really help you that much. Um, It's also much, much more expensive. Um, Personally, if I wanted to see if I had ever had COVID, I would do an antibody test. And if I wanted to know if I had COVID right now, I would probably do an antigen test. Uh, it's important to know that most of those drive-through type events are actually the PCR test where they swab your nose and they send it off to a lab, and you do not get an instant result with that. So it can take, sometimes it's only a day or two, and in some cases it's been up to 10 days.
0: Okay, well that's good to know. I, I didn't even realize there were different types. I did know some were faster than others, but I didn't realize that, uh, that there was actually a different, you know, qualitative type test. So that that's good to know. All right, our next question is about masks, Dr. Forrest, and I've seen some of those out. It said, This question says uh, that uh, these masks have the valves built in, and uh, the question is, are those better than the other types of masks that we see?
1: Well, it's a good question. Um, it's something I've considered a lot because there was a time when the only mask we could actually get at our office were the ones that had that valve uh, built into the front of them. And the real question is, who are you trying to protect? So if you're trying to protect yourself, then one of those 3M uh, N95 masks with that square valve on the, on the front, it's like looks like a little square box. Uh, if it has that little valve, it probably works really well to protect you. However, when you breathe out and that valve opens, viral particles can just come out totally unfiltered. And that means you're exposing other people to your germs while protecting yourself from theirs. Uh, Therefore, if you're going to be around other people that are high risk that you're trying to protect, uh, you're really better off using a mask without a built-in valve. Uh, Even the plain cloth mask could be more protective for other people uh, than the ones that have a valve built in.
0: Wow. Okay. I I would have thought it would have been just the other way around. So thank you very much for explaining that to me. It's time now, Dr. Forrest, for our Access Health Tip of the Week.
1: Well, we're always looking for ways to save uh, patients money and listeners as well on their uh, prescription medications. And uh, we've discovered a local gym of a pharmacy in Apex called WeCare. This pharmacy has had terrific customer service for our patients, and it also offers free delivery in the triangle. The best part is that they're willing to price match other pharmacies in the area, so you know you're gonna get the best price. Their number is 919-629-6010, if you wanna check them out. And they also, something recent, a recent change is they will mail your prescriptions to you with free shipping anywhere in North Carolina now. Uh, and personally, I'd rather get my prescriptions mailed to my house, uh, than having to go into a pharmacy in person where lots of other sick people have been, um, all, you know, they've been in there with their germs and I'd rather stay at home and just get my prescriptions at my house. So uh, try to, try to get your healthcare provider to prescribe at least a 90 day supply of your medications when they can, that further cuts costs. And it also keeps you from running out of your meds when you need them.
0: Great advice, Dr. Forrest. He is Dr. Brian Forrest with Access Healthcare. Straight ahead, some valuable contact information because today is the COVID-19 question and answer show. If you have a question, we'll tell you how you can submit it to Dr. Forrest coming up. And our Access Health Radio's Trivia of the Week is coming up. This is the Access Health Radio COVID-19 Question and Answer Show. I'm Mike Davis, along with board-certified family physician Dr. Brian Forrest, answering your questions today about COVID-19, of course. It's time now for our Access Health Trivia of the Week, Doc, and uh, this is a good one today um, because uh, we're in the middle of a pandemic, and uh, your question has uh, something to do with that.
1: Right. So the Trivia of the Week Uh, has to do with people uh, wanting to know more about Spanish flu. Uh, So sometimes people ask me if this is the worst pandemic we've ever had in the United States. And the answer so far is no. Uh, The Spanish flu of 1918 killed an estimated 675,000 people in the United States. Uh, However, we might get close to 400,000 by the end of February. So you know, once all is said and done, let's hope that COVID does not set the record of 675,000 from the Spanish flu, uh, you know, 100 years ago.
0: Amen. All right. Our, uh, let's go back to the mailbag as it were. And uh, by the way, we'll give uh, contact information in just a few moments about how you can submit a question to Dr. Forrest. Our question, are there any supplements or vitamins that are good for protecting against COVID-19, Dr. Forrest?
1: Well, let me uh, say first, there, there is absolutely nothing proven to prevent or cure this disease yet. Um, people have advocated vitamin C, zinc, uh, things like N-acetylcysteine, uh, and other supplements. Um, now, there is some evidence uh, that vitamin deficiencies in particular can put you at higher risk, especially a vitamin D deficiency. Um, so with that being the case, uh, and also that some prescription medications that people use for other things like their cholesterol and things like that may also be helpful for people with severe disease, but, uh, don't let anyone sell you a supplement or some type of miracle cure. Um, I think if you want to take vitamin D3 at a level, just to make sure you're not deficient, like, you know, one or two of those a day, that might be helpful. Uh, making sure that you have good nutrition in general and adequate vitamins in your system is probably also helpful, but taking large amounts of vitamins in excess of what your body needs, that's not helpful. And it could actually cause problems. Um, a lot of people don't know that if you take way too much vitamin C, for example, you can get potentially kidney stones from that. Oh, so wow. uh, you don't you don't want an excess of anything, right? right. Um, and if you're prescribed a medication for blood pressure or cholesterol, now is probably the most important time to make sure you don't miss any doses uh, because that may be very important to determining how sick you get with this.
0: Well, that's a good question. So everything in moderation, in other words.
1: That's exactly right. All right.
0: Uh, our next question, Doc, this is my question. <laughs> when will the, when will this all be over? And <laughs> please tell me soon.
1: Uh, yeah, I wish it was yesterday. yeah um, unfortunately, I you know, I think, and again, I'm not a psychic, so let me say that yeah um, but I think what's gonna happen is that in late winter um, to to spring, we're gonna get a significant decline. Um, unfortunately, that's gonna come after the big peak that we're going to have in the next month or two. Mm. Uh, and then I think after the big peak that we have the next month or two, uh, a steady decline will happen after that. Um, and there may be some small spikes afterwards due to, uh, you know, reopenings of schools and things like that, because what's going to happen is, as this starts to decline. We're going to basically start crowding stadiums and crowding arenas and mm-hmm. crowding schools and doing all that kind of thing. And so we may have some little, you know, small spikes after that. Um, But it shouldn't be near as bad as the next couple of months are going to be. And then I think it'll likely decline steadily until we get a vaccine. And once people start getting the vaccine and it's widely available, I think the infection rate will drop immensely. Um, And that's going to be the true beginning of the end of this thing. Uh, And the more people that get vaccinated, the sooner we're going to be able to get back to normal. Uh, and hopefully stop having to wear masks mask everywhere.
0: Real quick before we wrap up, Dr. Forrest, uh, could you give your contact information real quickly for people who uh, have uh, further questions?
1: Yes. If uh, if people want to call and find out uh, about our medical office, uh, or again, the uh, phone we were talking about earlier today that can sort of protect you uh, and your skin against uh, COVID, uh, the number is 919-363-0190. Again, our website is acchealth.com. That's a c c h e a l t dot com. And uh, you can also listen to a podcast of the show. You can also send us questions to uh, accesshealthradio at gmail.com.
0: And that's all the time we have for this week, Dr. Forrest. Thanks so much.
1: All right. Uh, our scripture this week is from 1 Corinthians ten thirteen. No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability, but with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape that you might be able to endure it. Thanks for listening to the Access Health Show. We look forward to joining you again next Sunday at 4 p.m. Until then, God bless your health.